Hello, Freedom Junkies. Good to see you. This is my kitchen, and this is totally impromptu. Freedom Junkie Radio. Don't even know if, if we'll post this. This is my friend Sarah Beth, and I am making my uh, award-winning turkey chili right now. I'm about to put the sweet potatoes in it. And I was just downloading my experience of having gone to a Texit presentation last night. And Sarah Beth's the first person that I've gotten to talk to about it, really. So we just started this conversation and I thought, this is two Texans talking about, two real Texans. Like you were born in Rockwall. <laughs> I was born in Houston. I'm a fifth generation Texan. I'm as Texan as it gets. And we're talking about breaking from the union. And this is probably happening at like 5,000 kitchen countertops right now across Texas, or maybe 50,000, who knows? I don't know how many people are talking about it. But, so I was just downloading the Sarah Beth and I decided to record it and we might wanna do this from time to time. Um, like call it Texan Tea Talks over tea. Uh, so, started this by saying that I was reading the book Texit by Daniel Miller and I had the, uh, the opportunity to go hear him speak last night and give a presentation on Texit. So I started by telling Sarah Beth that I'm one of these Texans who has always, you know, the idea of secession is kind of fun. You'd see the, the bumper sticker that says secede and you're like, yeah, secede. And, but I never thought about it seriously because I love our constitution. I love America. I love Colorado and California and North Carolina. And I, I love from sea to shining sea, right? I mean, I love America. So the idea of really breaking away from the union was kind of more of a, like, just a fun idea, but nothing more than that. Uh, well, I'm a convert. And once you, and so Sarah Best, like, tell me. Um, so we were just, um, I had the one question that, if I can do this, the short, the short version. The, the question that Daniel asked last night was this. If Texas were already a republic, we were already a sovereign nation with secure borders, with relationships with other countries, uh, we have our own passports, our citizens, we are a bona fide nation among the nations in the world, a country, the Republic of Texas. Now, right now, that's what we are. Knowing everything you know about the federal government as it is right now, would you vote, if we were invited to join the United States of America back into the Union, would you vote to join? Yeah, that's a strong question. No. So the answer is obvious. And so then the question is, well then why would we even consider staying yeah. when we have the option to leave? So then our conversation continued and you, you were talking about your brother and this idea. Oh, I was just saying when I was in high school, you learned Texas history and I remember thinking, wow, um, this would put my brother and a lot of young people, because um, he was considering going to the military at this time, would there be war? Would we war with Mexico? Would there be bullying with military from the US that we would have to stand up against? And are we prepared to, to do that? Okay, that's an excellent question. And um, so, you kind of, if you think through how it would actually go about, all right? So 
I think his name is Representative Brian Slayton, somebody, Slayton maybe. There's a representative in Texas who's gone ahead and brought forth the bill this session, 2023, um, to put the, ref, the, the, what are they calling it? They're calling it the independence referendum, to put that on the ballot in November. So if that ends up on the ballot in November, the question is, okay, like the idea of Mexico getting involved in invading us, like really hadn't crossed my mind. Cause like you were saying, you're not really dealing with a government, you're dealing with cartels. Yeah. And they might see a little moment of weakness and, and, and so let's talk about that. But um, the question that came up last night was would the United States try to keep us from doing that? You know, would they try to be like, you can't leave and we're gonna by force, you know, like some type of a, invasion like keep us from doing it and so then the question became okay when would they do that would they do it before we have our vote no that's ridiculous we actually think they might just going by what we went through and seeing how um cities would ensure that people wore masks by like microbullying by sending um, people in to make sure that all their employees are washing their hands and governing the businesses that were allowing people not to wear masks by, by if it was a brewery that they were going in and they saw uh, someone coming in for TABC, someone coming in making sure the water was right, somebody coming in like every week rather than seeing them once every six months or, you know, at the regular checks that they were doing this, what I'm calling micro bullying to wear them down, to make people a little scared to make that decision. Okay, so I'm trying to see this. If we put it on the, the bill for the, the bill on the up for a vote in November. Yeah. And the, the federal government gets involved at that point. Yeah. Okay, um, really quick, one of the things that you have to recognize if you're going to consider this, if you're going to consider text it, is that our nation, so as much as I love the Constitution, like this is really hard for me, because I love America, like I was just saying, um, it's not hard anymore because I stepped across the line, the proverbial line in the sand, like at the Alamo. I, you, once, you, once it makes sense, it makes sense, you can't go back. So um, I wanna come back to this invasion by the United States, but I love our founding documents so much, I taught a constitution class to the mm -hmm. kids, that's how I met you. Yeah. And, um, uh, but, so we were, we were never meant to be a nation, we were meant to be a federation of states, and that's what we were, we were a confederation. We were, that's why it's the federal government. We're supposed to mainly be, our, be states first, and we have states' rights. All the rest of the rights fall to the states and to, you know, that weren't enumerated in the Bill of Rights mm -hmm. uh, fall to the states. It, it, or if it's not in the Constitution, if it's not something that the Constitution said, this is the way we're doing it, you guys get to choose. Your states, the states have more power. We're supposed to, but lately we've been seeing the Supreme Court overriding states' rights and saying, no, we, we're, yeah. Okay. So, so people have to recognize that as states, we are really important. Mm -hmm. And that we should have the right to step away if the federal government isn't doing things the way we want to. 
as much as I love this country, and I always will, I mean, I'll always love Colorado, and I'll always love North Carolina, um, um, and all of the states, I, I loved it. Um, and y'all are my brothers and my sisters, and my, literally, you know? <laughs> yes. So, um, a lot of our friends in other states wouldn't want us to be like a lot of people in other states would be going yeah go texas mm -hmm. and so it would be very unpopular for the for the federal government to come attack us right right and then that might lead to other states going i'm out we're out too we're gonna go do what they're doing you know because y'all are a bunch of bullies and so for them to come in and and strong arm us before we even get to the vote it seems like they would be kind of taken aback and like oh this is on the ballot in texas this fall hmm that probably won't pass but they actually know better so daniel miller the guy who wrote the book it's his life's work to have texas become a country its own nation um he knows all the statistics and basically when you have a referendum when you have an independence referendum on the ballot, 85 to 90% of people come out to vote, of registered voters come out okay. to vote. It's the largest ever, way more than even a presidential election. Everybody wants to come vote on that. And they've already got the numbers. According to Daniel, he was spitting numbers last night. Um, they've been doing polls since, I don't know, 2014 or something. And we've got the... 65% of registered Republicans in 2019, this is before all this crap happened. Yeah. The federal government's just gotten even farther out of crap. Wow. Um, in 2019, I think it was, maybe it was 56% of registered Republicans would vote yes to Texas. 40 something percent, like 47% of independents would vote for it and 35% of Democrats. And that was in 2019. And if you go on what other, what other countries have been doing, like if you, if you look at Brexit and the mm -hmm. other ones that have been happening, which, by the way, this is a trend worldwide. Uh, we had something like less than 60 countries or something at the end of World War II in the world, and now there's close to 200. And they don't, you don't make a new country. It doesn't drop out of the sky. Yeah, yeah. It, they, people decide they're ready to govern themselves as opposed to someone in some far-flung capital somewhere. And so, um, um, just based on what has happened in other countries, like um, two years before it went for a vote, England was, now I'm making this up, I, I don't have the statistics right in front of me, it's something like this. Uh, before, two years before it went up for a vote, at some point, quick, sh before it went up for a vote, England was only polling at 30% for. But they voted for it. Mm -hmm. on the day and we're way beyond that we're way past that so it, it looks like it would um, go over massively and that's no secret the people that run this show and the federal government know this so would they try to stop it now they will try to make us look crazy mm -hmm. so I thought I might as well make a t-shirt that says I'm a nut job Texas I mean Texas like, go ahead and own it, because they did that, you know, with the conspiracy theorists, trying to make them sound crazy. Um, and they'll do that. They'll, they'll, you know, that's what they did with the Brexit people. Um, but I don't know that they would try to stop us with force. Oh, they I don't think they stop with force. I think it's just that little making your life more difficult 
that kind of thing. That's why I said like micro, like bullying, where it's just like all the different things. I think part of that is that I do not have the understanding of, like, I'm picturing it like cancer. <laughs> if there's cancer and you don't know how you can go and surgically remove it, if it hasn't, if the tentacles haven't invaded too much, if they have, then you know you have to might find other. You need to find other ways of attacking it. And so I do not know how entrenched the federal government is in for us now because um it has become so mixed it hasn't it, we aren't as clearly governed by ourselves as an individual state as we were even before 9 11. you know okay um but so as far as like when would they use force? You were talking about war. Like, would we go to war with the United States? Or would they just make it very difficult for us? What I mean is, like, we're not going to allow you to cross over. We're, we're going to make it very hard for you to go to Colorado. We're not going to allow you to do these. You know, that's what I mean. Like, those kinds of things. Like, those kinds of threats. Okay, so not physical war like your brother going to war. No, that would be more like with Mexico. Would be okay, okay. Well, you have to think about how it would benefit, what would the benefits be to them to do that? Um, Texas has the ninth largest GDP in the world. That's As nice. a state, yeah. we're already like one of the best countries as far as an economy goes in the world. And if we were to break away and be free and have and free up all that money that we send to the federal government, mm -hmm. my question was, what about all the people who are who benefit from the federal government who live yeah, here? Yeah, that's kind like, of a bit of what I was yeah. also thinking. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and we apparently send one hundred and sixty-three billion dollars a year to the federal government, and then they give us a little bit back and say, "Here you go." Yeah. Well, we so the, the people who are like, "Oh, we need that money from the federal." We would have more. We'd yeah. have it all. Yeah. And so um, our economy, and then the question you know, comes up, would, would businesses leave? Would they want to go be in the United States? Texas has like the best business environment and climate in the country. So this is where some of those opportunities for them to restrict things would be how do you overcome that? Like how how would you say that? Would if they say, well, you did this, and I mean, is there a way for them to say, well, you know, we're not going to do business with this, or we're not, going, you know, we're going to make it very hard for you. Well, I think they, you know, to do these things. I don't know what their motives would be, and it's hard to see down every single, you know, what would happen. But I think down the road mm -hmm. that would cease to benefit them. Oh yeah, absolutely. How about this? You went to the thing. If it gets voted on, and everyone says, yeah, let's do it. What timeline, does, is there a timeline? Okay, so yes, and, and Daniel, the, the guy who wrote the book, literally, he is so smooth and so smart, and he's really thought it through. It's nothing sudden and major and upheaval and crazy, it's not that. Okay. It's very smooth, and there's a process, and other countries have done it, mm -hmm. so you can. There's there's definitely processes to follow, and he's been consulting with the guy who consulted on the last seventeen of them. He's a British guy okay. who knows how to do this. There's a way to do it, and so it passes. Nothing. Nothing looks different the next day. Nothing. 
that would be in November of this year. So my question is, I was just on Capitol Hill last week at a committee meeting um, testifying against the implementation of digital ID in Texas. Mm -hmm. It's up, there's a bill up for that right now. And what I got to see was this committee of people that were supposed to be 10 of them. There was never more than eight. There was usually five. Three of them would be in the bathroom for like 30 minutes. They would get up and leave. One lady came for seven minutes. We were there for three hours waiting for our bill to be called. This is the Texas State, this is the Texas House of Representatives, Austin, <clears throat> Bozos. One lady was attentive, asked questions, sat there the entire time. And do you know what I found out this morning? Her name is Vicki Goodwin. Vicki Goodwin. She's my representative. I was like that. There's one person. I had no idea she was my representative. That's how much I know about state politics. Um, so Vicki, um, she was amazing. And, and I can, I'm going to go talk to her about a bunch of things. Apparently, you're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to pick one and have one pet thing you talk to your representative about. But my question was, so these are going to be the people that those people, mm -hmm. those sleazy politicians in Austin are going to be the people that start Texas? I'm like, I'm not okay with that. Well, truth be told, that's who we, we elected them. Yeah. So, yes, the answer is yes, it would be them. But they have uh, one year, because they're up for re-election in 2024, okay. to show their true colors. And if they're sticks in the mud and they try to get us not to do it and they try to make it not happen and they try to drag it out and they're not doing what Texans voted for, we can vote them out. So um, all of the details as far as like <clears throat> how we would go to create our military and how we would go. I mean, I'm sure we'd shut down the border instantly. Yeah. Shut down the border. Because there's to be done. Yeah. I mean, there's too much nonsense coming in from the border. Um, and by that I mean drugs and like children, child slaves, human trafficking. And human trafficking mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, there's lots that have to be done, but it can be done smoothly. And my thought is like half of the United States is going to move here in 2024. I was actually thinking, like, <laughs> wow, um, this is up. Like property values are going to just yeah. Time to buy a skyrocket even more. <laughs> right. Go buy things in Texas. Anything. Yeah. Um, so it's really exciting. I um, because I love the concept of the United States of America, because I'm, I had 21 ancestors fight in the Revolutionary War. Or at parts of it. They didn't necessarily fight, but they were um, part, they took part. <clears throat> I'm, I love our Constitution. I've got the majority of the Declaration of Independence memorized, which is very pertinent, actually. <clears throat> Let me see how much I can do. <laughs> when in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. And to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which 
the laws of nature and nature's God entitled them. Oh, it's escaping me about the uh, opinions of mankind. We uh, would, we must um, declare the uh, causes that impel them to the separation. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they're endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men with the, uh, and the, to be, with the consent of the governed. They're to be governed with our consent. Um, and that when any form of government becomes destructive to these ends, it is the right of the people to abolish or to alter. No. Anyway, that was really close, and I, and I <laughs> we have a long way to go. But that's exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly what we're talking about. And that was our Declaration of Independence. That's I love it so much that here's what Daniel was saying. If we love liberty, which is what this country was founded upon, mm -hmm. then we must save liberty for future generations by saving it here in Texas. Other people can follow suit. Maybe we'll come back together as a union one day. But the, the, our federal government is not, has nothing to do with our constitution anymore. It's being run by a bunch of Chinese communists for all I can tell. I'm not joking. Yeah. So what do you think? I think, I think it takes a minute to settle because when you hear, when you say what you initially said, when you say um, the question she posed to everyone, which was, would you join now if we were already free? Would we join? I'm here. No. Well, I would have been part of this mess. But I do love it. And it takes a minute to mm -hmm. say because it would be the responsibility of all of us to be more knowledgeable, which we should be already, to understand what does it mean, what would it look like, what would our responsibility be. Um, and so I guess that's where reading the book and that comes into play because probably happened because we're not knowledgeable. It's probably why we're here in the first place. <laughs> we're like, you guys take care of it. Yeah. We trust you. We've gotten soft. Yeah. And so it, it's scary to step over because you, on some deep psychological level, you know that once you step across and go, yeah, I'm in. There's no jump. There's no, there's no going, ah, no, 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 I'm not in. It's, yeah. it's, it's, you know, and so it is, I didn't even have that big of a, um, thought forward thinking about it or a picture. I, I was reading the book. Oh, there's Andy. I'm in here, Andy. We're recording. Let me turn it off. So, we were just interrupted and now we're back. Oh, how long has this milk been sitting here? Oof. Um, okay. We were just interrupted, but now we're back and we have to wrap it up. So, do you have any other question or thought to end with? I think that I need to become more familiar with the subject to have some better questions. 
Awesome. Yeah. So I'm left with more questions, which is good. <laughs> Do you want a copy of the book? I got, I bought four to give to people. I'm not ready. Okay. I'm not ready to read it because right. I know I'm learning a couple other things and it would just sit for a minute. Okay. Well, when you're ready, I have a copy okay. for you. Okay. And um, yeah, because it's gonna. I, I need to know before November. <laughs> right. Hopefully, it's gonna come up. So anyway, thanks for joining us in the kitchen, uh, Texas Tea Talk uh, <laughs> on Freedom Junkie Radio. See you later. I need to start saying bye now. I always say ciao. I need to say something. What should I say at the end of my videos? Mm -hmm. Later, y'all. See you later, y'all. <laughs> Bye, y'all.